to nutmeg to strong uses of cinnamon. Frankly, as a kid, I just wasn't into them. And I mean, still like nutmeg just is not my jam. (laughs) Ask anybody that knows me. I'm like death to nutmeg. Welcome to the Beer Feelings Podcast, where together we are indulging in life and craft beer. This show is all about demystifying the craft beer space in a fun and flirty way for those who are just beginning their beer journey or for people who already love their brews and are hungry to learn more. My name is Natalie Jones, and I am the beer drinking gal pal you never knew you had. Now, you guys, I feel like I need to brag just a little bit. I mean, it's going to turn into a lot of it, but here we go. This week, I made the most delicious meal I think I've ever made in my life. Or like, maybe not in my life, but it's definitely in the top 10. Not only was it pretty easy to make, but it really captured everything I love about fall food on a plate. It was a pan-seared chicken, well, pan-seared chicken, it was was thighs if you care to know, Uh, but pan-seared chicken with a sage and brown butter sauce, homemade applesauce, and then maple syrup roasted squash, which normally I really don't like maple syrup and things, but this just, mm, you guys, yum. This, like, it just, it hit the spot. Simple as that. But as I was enjoying round two of the meal for lunch today, it really got me thinking about why this meal was good. And then, of course, me being me, I thought, can I apply this to beer? And of course, the answer is always yes. Beer is a fabulous little flavor vessel, just like any other food, that can be mixed and matched to help enhance your overall meal experience. So today's episode, we are going to talk about fall beer and food pairings and what three elements I think all autumn meals should include. Let's go. This is going to be a fun one. years ago, I watched this Netflix show called Salt, Fat, Acid, Heat. And basically the big takeaway, if you don't end up watching the show, which I mean, you should, it was great. But the big takeaway for me is that a meal or a dish, in order for it to be excellent, it needs to hit all four of these qualities. So it has to have something salty, something, some kind of fat in there, some kind of richness, something acidic and bright. And then heat actually had less to do with things being spicy and more to do with things being seared, kind of like bringing fire to the place. Now that show alone really impacted how I think about making meals. Maybe not every day, but when I'm actually trying, I do think to myself when I'm menu planning, is there something seared or crispy here? Is the salt balanced out with something tangy? So my biggest hope for this episode, which maybe is a little bit lofty, but here we are, um, is to give you guys three elements that I think should be present in all autumn dishes and then show you how to use beer as a tool to make that happen. Now, my personal recipe for success in fall is to make sure that we have something roasted, something spiced, and something comfy always on the plate or in our glass. Let's dive a little bit deeper into each, starting with things that are roasted. Now, in my adult life, one of the best things I learned how to do was roast vegetables. Thank you very much, HelloFresh. (laughs) But when you roast vegetables, it helps to cut through that vegetal, yes, that is a word I promise, (laughs) but but that vegetal almost sulfuric flavor, and it transforms them into like caramelized goodness. Now, it's very easy to get a roasted flavor by roasting. 
I know we're all shocked, but roasted Brussels sprouts, roasted chicken, edges of pie crust, and in my case, roasted acorn squash. But you can also bring in this quality from a roasted beer. Now, beers that are darker in color will inherently have more of those flavors that we're looking for because to make that happen, the grains used in the grain bill need to be roasted before they ever dream of growing up to become our favorite beverage. If you're looking to go more that caramelized route, more of like toasted quality, think the equivalent of like brown sugar carrots, brown sugar glazed carrots, roasted maple syrup, anything. A good beer substitution there would be an amber ale, a nut ale, or a brown. If you're looking to go more of that like dark around the edges, crispy, almost burnt roasted quality, then go for something darker on the beer color spectrum, closer to like a Dunkel or Schwarz beer. Maybe let's not go as heavy as a stout or porter just yet. We'll save those tasty treats for winter, but darker lagers really fit the bill here. Now on to our second quality that in my humble opinion must show up. We need to have something spiced. Now, this realm of flavor is something that I really just personally wasn't into for a long time. From different blends of curries to nutmeg to strong uses of cinnamon, frankly, as a kid, I just wasn't into them. And I mean, still, like, nutmeg just is not my jam. (laughs) Ask anybody that knows me, I'm like death to nutmeg. But when we're looking for these components on our plate, I look to the cinnamon in Cincinnati chili or cinnamon and spiced applesauce or maybe some cloves in a roasted ham. Maybe even like, okay, now that I just said that about the nutmeg, I'm about to eat my words, but like maybe just a little touch of nutmeg in the right kind of cheese fondue. But like I said, nowhere else. Friends, if I come over, please, please don't put nutmeg in your things. I promise I have not changed my ways. But but you guys get where I'm going with this. We just need a kiss because spiced foods walk a very fine line between magical and too aggressive. We'll get into the level of spice I like to use in my fall meals here in just a second. But if you're looking for the beer to bring the spice to what would otherwise be a pretty bland meal, look no further than the pumpkin ale. Probably not a shocker to anyone that I'm looping that guy in on this episode. And a fun fact that not all pumpkin ales are brewed with pumpkin. Some just have that pumpkin pie spice feeling to them. So that's what the brewers choose to name it. Also should mention, while I'm confessing all of my own flavor preferences today, I recently made a video calling out the pumpkin beer as the most overrated of the fall beers and that its shelf space should be given to others. Don't get me wrong, I stand by what I said, but maybe I'm going to make a little amendment to that. Pumpkin beers are allowed to exist. There's a time and place for them, but let's just have a few of them to check that spiced box while we're pairing with our food instead of filling up the whole like refrigerator case with them. There are other beers out there too in the spiced realm. I personally, I've seen both chai and cinnamon cream ales and both have been surprisingly easy to drink. And then of course, if you can't find what you want, make it. We designed our chai spice beer sugar to add to the edge of your glass specifically for this reason. The reason being that people love that autumnal spice on a beer in the fall and their local brewery or liquor store just doesn't always have it. So shameless plug, (laughs) make sure you keep your eyes on social media. Wink, wink. Um, I'm doing a big spicy announcement on November 1st with some cool new fun stuff. And I really, I can't wait to share it with you guys. So especially if you're into that chai, follow, (laughs) follow along. And then finally, probably my favorite must-have quality in a delicious autumn meal is the comfy component. Now, what do I mean by comfy? 
When I think about fall foods in particular, I think about dishes that feel like they're giving you a hug on the inside. They are homey. They remind you of grandma. They're familiar and tried and true. And when you eat a comfy food, you feel taken care of. My friends, I am talking about the mashed potatoes, the mac and cheese, maybe even like the homemade biscuit realm of the universe. And I firmly stand by saying that this is a must-have element of the perfect fall meal. Now, it would be a shame if a beer had to totally carry the weight of the comfy category, but it could be done if necessary. So if you are looking to fill this void, I would look to beers of tradition. This is where I'd put our friend the Mars in that we've been talking about a lot lately with more of that grain forward profile, or I'd also throw the brown into this category. Side note, if you haven't listened to episode 47, which is all about why I think browns are some of the most underrated beers, go give that episode a listen next. Browns check a lot of boxes for me, and on this show especially, they check two, the roasted and the comfy. They aren't just a hug. Brown ales are a warm hug. All right, now how do we combine these three things to reach fall food bliss? Now that I've said all of this, I don't think that you can do equal parts, so equal parts, spiced, roasted, and comfy. I think in order from most present to least present, these attributes need to go comfy, then roasted, then spiced. Most of your plate or your plate plus your glass should be that feel good, that like you're always welcome here vibe, accented with one or two roasted elements and then a final flourish of spice to really set the whole meal off. Where I get super turned off on the fall flavors is when people have a heavy hand on the spice like I mentioned earlier. So for an example of a meal that I have zero interest in would be like lamb curry plus cinnamon applesauce, plus a pumpkin beer with a chai beer sugar rim. It's, just, it's too much. You're going to like fry your tongue on all of those spices. But okay, what if instead we had that same lamb curry with some comfy, cozy naan and then a brown ale? That, my friends, sounds fucking great. Or maybe like another good example of a meal that kind of blends these things together in the right way would be like a chicken pot pie with some well-done crispy pastry just right on the edges, plus a pumpkin beer. I am all game for that meal. The key here is figuring out the right balance of the roasted, spiced, and comfy, which brings you the most joy, and then checking in on your menu to see if what you've planned is going to deliver. And if not, no worries. The beer is here to help and to fill any gaps. So before you start cooking, head down to your local brewery or liquor store and fill that blank space to help balance things out. Easy peasy. Well, team, I have very successfully worked up my appetite on this show, so I better hop off to plan my next out-of-this-world fall feast. If you get a minute, shoot me over your favorite fall beer and food combos, as I'd love to try them out. But I hope that no matter what you choose to do for the rest of the day, that you're doing it with a great beer in hand and even better people by your side. See you next week for an episode all about getting our non-beer friends to drink beer with us. Cheers. Cheers.